This is Julia Nickerbocker, and I am the Spiritual Mentor, and I'm here with Sherry Noah, and we are going to be talking about the shielding class we're going to be having shortly. Let me just give a brief overview of what the shielding class is going to be like, and then we'll go ahead and start answering some questions. Shielding is a process by which you shield your personal energy, um, which is your auric layers. It protects you from things that are outside of you and it can also protect those around you. Sometimes we have some chaotic emotions that we're upset about and if you're a projective empath you're shooting that energy out there. By shielding you will keep your energy contained so you're not projecting it anybody else. You're not taking in other people's ugly emotions. It prevents energy vampires from being able to easily attach to you. And overall, it can help you maintain a balanced emotional state so that when something does happen, you can review it, analyze it, and then do a more purposeful answer or response instead of just reacting because a trigger button in your emotional spectrum has been pushed. So these are just a couple reasons why you would want to go ahead and learn how to shield. Sherry, do you have a question you want to ask at this point? I was going to ask what the benefits of shielding are in general for people. Everybody would benefit from shielding, but when you shield, you keep out anything that's not expressly for your highest and best good. So that the things that do come into your energy layers are coming in because it's for your highest and best good. There's something that you need to learn. There's something that you need to heal. It provides a layer that all the other detritus can't access. So on any given day, you feel physically better because your energy is contained and your emotional status can stay more balanced. Overall, it can provide protection from things that aren't in your highest and best good. Unless you're a hermit living on a mountainside, working in an environment where there are other people, when you interact with other people, your energy is mingling with their energy. So when they have stuff that's floating in their energy layers, or if they have stuff that's attached to you, that looks at you and goes, ooh, this person has a higher vibration, yum yum, and jump ship over to you because you don't have any protection keeping anything else from coming into your space. Everybody should use a protective shielding. When you go into meditation, most people's goal for meditation is to reach a state of peace, to perhaps open their energy up to that of the universe, commune with their angels, their spirit guides, their higher self, even the creator. You are not protected unless you put up a layer of protection. Because as you connect up into the web and you're accessing the higher vibration to be able to reach those points of communication, that whole energy stream, all of that is visible to those who have access to viewing the web. There are people out there who purposely scan it to find those out there who have a high vibration that they can suck energy from. Detritus and demonics in that are looking for particular wounds, and those wounds exist in people. So if a detrimental being resonates with a particular hurt, a particular injury, it can access the web and find you, because you're not shielded and you resonate 
Shielding prevents the scanning of your energy. Shielding prevents others from just tapping into your energy. Shielding prevents people from trying to insert constructs and programs and things that are created to make you behave in a certain way because that other person wants you to behave in that certain way. But that's not allowing you to live out your, your free will actions, your free will choices. They are impeding you and trying to get you to do what they want. It's really creating very bad karma when somebody does that, but that doesn't mean that they don't do it anyway. Even people who like to think of themselves as being more enlightened, they have a higher vibration, they're talking with angels or their guides, are susceptible to very extreme emotions because the human body incorporates that wide spectrum of emotions. And when we're veering from one end of the spectrum to the other end of the spectrum, there's a lot of chaos there. When you're in the throes of an emotion, sometimes you don't make the best choices. But that moment passes, and while you yourself may calm down and go, oh, that was a bad moment, you may have already created something that has psychically attacked that person to try to insert within that person's energy, energy something that could be tried to control them for you to manipulate them, which, you know, if you are looking seriously at trying to raise your vibration and live a more spiritual life, you will know that manipulation is not an acceptable behavior because it's not respecting free will of the other individuals around you. It's not living the path of life. Can you just give us a brief description of what the web is for those that may not be aware of it? Every single person who's incarnated on the earth plane at this time is connected to the web. And part of their energy that was theirs as a spiritual presence helps to create and maintain the web. So every living person and some living things that are highly sentient on this plane of existence are connected via the web. It's how distance healing works. It's why distance doesn't matter in energy healing because when you tap up into the web, you're instantly there with that person. And there's a lot of information that's stored in the web. Everybody connects to the web in what I call a node, a personal node where you are connecting to the web and then you actually keep connecting up to your higher self. And this web is, is very interesting to observe, interesting to feel. Um, it's not something to take lightly, but in, in proper shielding environments, you shield all the way up to that node. You shield your node on the web because there's no reason for anybody to be accessing your information inherent to you via the web unless you have given them explicit permission. I'll, I'll use another example. When you're doing distance healing in Reiki, you're using Hanshasei Nen. you should always ask permission of the person that you're going to send the energy to. But send the Reiki energy to that individual and then they will receive that down their channel from the web and it benefits them. 
Does that make sense? Yes, great. The next question is, for those people that are on the spiritual path and are real serious about raising their vibration and wanting to learn to cleanse and heal themselves and continue to raise their vibration, can you talk a little bit about that with the shielding and how that assists? Once you learn how to shield, you can shield everywhere and anywhere. When I first started learning how to shield from Michael in 2001, it was pretty much his words where you need to be able to do this wherever you go in the middle of a hurricane, it doesn't matter. You need to be able to shield any time and every time you feel any kind of fluctuation in your energy. Um, I don't believe that it's different for anybody actually because when you leave yourself unprotected it's basically an open invitation to anything that spots your energy and wants to attach to it. I've encountered people who believe in their mind that there are safe places that they can go to where the detritus can't bother them. I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but I don't care how many churches you go into. That may be your place of worship, but it's just another place that the energy beings can go into as well. There's nothing there that's going to keep them out. Because the earth plane is where they were inserted. It's where they were meant to be. So if you're relying on a place to protect you, but that place doesn't have shielding put up, if that place isn't protected by guardian, there is no such protection. You have to protect yourself. And so when you get up in the morning, you would shield yourself. When you go to work, you would shield yourself. When you're in the car, you would shield yourself. When you're shopping, you'll shield yourself. You shield yourself so that it keeps that which is not you outside of your energy. And it keeps that which is you inside your energy. If you're trying to raise your vibration, but your energy is leaking all over the place, that's you putting water into a watering pail that has a hole at the bottom. It's gonna dribble out, and you may not notice it in the beginning, but after a while you're gonna notice that the pail is half empty. I've had several clients with fibromyalgia where they are severely drained of energy and almost incapacitated. Some people just can't even get out of bed. And then I've tried to explain to these people that that is happening is because there's something sucking their energy fields. And if they protect themselves, they will be in a better place. The next step to that would be to cleanse themselves of those things. By cleansing, you're going to get rid of the thing that is sucking your energy. And when I say cleanse, that's a process that Archangel Michael has taught me, which I've taught my students, which I've taught my clients who want to learn. But it's a process of utilizing Archangel Michael's light vibration to eliminate and to get rid of the things that do not belong to you. They were something you picked up along the way. They were something that was inserted by somebody else. It doesn't really matter. It's detrimental because it is not you. It is not your vibration. So it's not something that needs to be in your energy fields. You'll feel better as soon as it's gone. So many people I have encountered over the years, wonderful people who are looking to grow their gifts, they're wanting to be able to speak to their spirit guides, their angels, even the spirit creator, God, whatever you want to use as a term to describe that being. Um, and yet, when I explain to them that they shield 
they would have a better ability to commune because there'd be less chaos in their energy field. As it is right now, anybody who's listening to this and hasn't shielded probably has, from their average day at work, over a thousand detrimental items that have pinged and are on the outside of their energy layers. What this means is that those things can influence you. I, I can't speak for anybody else, but when I'm getting a message, I want to make sure it's 100% of the light and 100% for my highest and best good because then I know that it's coming from the divine. As you're shielded, you have a much better ability to control where the energy is going. Some people are clairvoyant enough that they can actually watch the energy flow. Some people are clairsentient and they feel the energy flow. But if you've done this before and you felt it, have you ever felt something that felt like a little bump or a blockage? that your energy suddenly went from being a nice flow down to a teeny tiny little trickle and then kept going on. Well, these are blockages and these blockages are things that we would take out with cleansing as well. And you can learn how to do that and do self-maintenance because the more you shield, the more you do self-maintenance, the deeper you're going to be able to go in meditation. Your gifts are going to start expanding because you're going to have less interference, which is trying to keep you from developing your gifts. Because if the only thing you hear is something that's detrimental, it's going to be really happy. And it's going to do everything that it can to keep you from communicating with anything that's 100% of the light. That kind of leads me to the channeling question. Basically, when you're channeling, shielding, and for those other people out there that want to channel or are channels, just about how they're doing it to get clear information. First step is always shielding. I'm a bit redundant about that. And you set the intention that you want only that which is 100% of the light, 100% in alignment with your highest and best good. And if you're working for a client, then you want to make sure that it's 100% of the light, but also 100% in that client's highest and best good. So when you set these intentions, it's going to eliminate a lot of the chaff that's out there. So you don't need that detritus. You're not going to get a substandard message just because something that you thought was a good guide turned out not necessarily to be a good guide. You're going to have a better guide because you're going to have a guide that's in complete alignment with the light. That's always what the intention is, whether it is healing, whether it's protecting, whether it's gathering information. It doesn't matter. It should always be 100% of the light, 100% for whoever is intended, highest and best. Good. That's great. My The other question that might lead right into this is like for some of the people that are empathic, let's say they work at a hospital, and the benefits of shielding for that type of situation, like shielding for themselves for protection and then what they're shielding for to keep out. Whoosh. When you work in a hospital, it's kind of like working in a mall or going anywhere where there's tons of people. In a hospital environment, it's also extremely stressful. It's extremely emotional. People are hit with bad news every day in a hospital environment. I have two siblings who work in the hospital environment. I've been in the hospital with family and friends. And for the individuals who have to work in that environment, but they're also dealing with the patients and then the patient's family. 
And these can be extremely emotionally trying situations. You can't step through those doors and not have that emotional situation in that environment. If you're at all empathic and you're walking through the hospital, you could be picking up so many different emotions as well as the detritus that follow them. Hospitals are just a building and it's filled with people who are fallible. But it doesn't even have to be a hospital environment, really. It's any place where people interact, whether you're in a service industry. Um, I did massage for a long time. I was amazed at the number of people who didn't realize that massage is the, one of the most intimate things that you could ever do because you are right there all the way into the entirety of their energy. Your therapy bodies are mingling with that person's therapy bodies. And if you're not grounded, if you're not shielded, chances are you're not only going to pick up detritus that's from them, but you're going to pick up that person's emotional state. But you could also be tapping into private things that that person really doesn't want anybody to know, but they don't know that they need to shield themselves to keep people from picking up that information. And so that takes place in any kind of environment where you are literally right there in that person's energy. It's a simplistic view, but the reality is when you leave your home, you are going to be encountering somebody else's energy, whether they're in the car in front of you, whether they're standing at the bus stop next to you, whether it's riding the elevator with somebody, you are in that person's space. And the closer you're in, the more vulnerable you are to whatever their experience. We have the largest emotional spectrum out of every single being that's been created. We're the only ones with this diverse, huge emotional spectrum. And we can go from one end to the other in a split second. Sometimes it takes a little bit of help to get there that fast, but there's plenty of things out there that can help us. And it's not a healthy way to be. You're not in balance. And when you're picking up other people's stuff, that's just another straw in the, on the camel's back. When you shield and you protect yourself, that's the first step to you being you. You cleanse away all the detritus. Every day you cleanse away something, you're a little bit more you. You take the things out that were influencing you to behave a certain way, you're a little bit more you. Michael likes to say, you can't know who you are until you get rid of that which is not you. So until you get rid of the stuff that's not you, how do you ever know what you really feel? How do you know what you really think, what your viewpoint is? Does that help, Sherry? Yes, that's great. Speaking about massage, just to give people an idea, like if you were going to go get a massage from somebody, you know, I've personally experienced it where I am definitely shielding myself. But in this particular case, you're going to be going into a relaxed state. Most people feel safe when they're going in to have a massage, and they don't think about having to shield against their massage therapist. But most therapists, don't know anything about shielding and you would shield with the intention that the person who is giving you the massage is comfortable with your energy you're going to state the intention that you want the best massage for your highest and best good to take place but you really want to be very specific that while you're in that physically vulnerable place that you are in maintaining hundred percent of the shielding. You don't want that shielding to come down because you become relaxed and you doze off and you forget about shielding against that person. 
You want to state the intention in such a way that you get everything that you need to get out of that encounter. Many massage therapists have taken Reiki, so you might be absorbing Reiki at the same time, which is a wonderful thing to do. I encourage everybody to learn how to take Reiki, especially if they are in a service environment, um, such as massage, craniosacral, um, reflexology, as well as those who do hands and feet and other things, where you're getting into that person and you're touching that person. When they're cutting your hair, it's always best to keep yourself shielded so that those who are trying to help you get into a better physical state, into a better energetic place, keeping it shielded so that they don't take away anything from you, they don't take away from your experience, and you don't take away anything from them, and you don't interrupt them with your emotional situation at all because that way you have two people who are in a state of peace who are helping each other get better and so you definitely want to cleanse that space and have the vibration raised to the highest possible vibration so that the, the best intention does come forward another thing so is, is is for the people who are massage therapists or people who are in the service industry if you are shielding you have the ability um, to temporarily shield the person who's coming into your space so that if you did have a client come in you can always ask that Archangel Michael shield them so that not only are you shielded but they are shielded you can shield them on a temporary basis which will help keep the energy imprints out of the room it will help to keep the space at a very high vibration. So, you know, as a service worker, as an allied health, anytime that you're dealing with somebody on a temporary basis, you just ask for them to be shielded for the specified period. So it might be just for the day. Maybe somebody's coming in for an hour before they ever walk through the door. You can ask Michael for them to be shielded as soon as they get to the door so that their stuff stays there and your stuff stays yours. So that right. there'd be less so, cleansing having to be done at the end of the day. Right. So if someone had a client coming to their house, like for energy work or massage therapy. Oh, definitely. Definitely have them shielded before they ever get out of the vehicle. I have a number of students who do energy work for a living. And um, some of them shield before they even open their computer or check their voicemails. They're shielding. And you should shield because energetically you can catch things from the internet, which sounds kind of silly, you know, it sounds like a Japanese horror movie. Um, but the reality is energy is energy. It doesn't matter. They, um, the detritus can travel via a variety of different things. One of the things that I do is I give the option for a channeling session um, via email. Their energy that they are sending to the person is imbued in the email so that no matter when they open it up and read it, they're going to feel that blessing of the energy of the angels. They're going to feel the love that comes through from their guides. So if this is possible, I know very well that it's possible for detrimental things to be sent to you by other people 
because it's just a medium of transportation. So for self-care, you would definitely want to go ahead and shoot before you ever touch anything like that. Anytime somebody goes somewhere and touches something, that is an opportunity to leave something behind. We don't like to use the word attack very often. It's a very emotionally powerful word. Um, but that pretty much is exactly what it is. If something detrimental is lurking and it wants to reach out and touch you, it's not for a good reason. There's never, ever, ever a good reason why anybody would attack you energetically, why they would send a construct or a cord or any other type of energy construct to your energy field. It's not because they love you and they want to get into deeper contact with you. When you're sending something to somebody, unconsciously or not, you're not sending love. You're in a state that is not love. And anything that is not love is that, not love. The reality is, is we are spiritual presences. We are energetic presences on the earth plane. And the earth plane is an energetic spectrum. The energy doesn't just stop because we're here. It may not be as broad and expansive as it is when you're not in the physical form, but it is still an energy form that is a conduit for energy beings. How many people shield before they go to sleep at night? When you're dreaming, are you dreaming in a dream where it's just within the context of your psychological psyche? Or are you actually going to an etheric plane and dreaming? Most people don't know to shield themselves before they go to sleep in such a way that it keeps them safe, keeps them protected. I think I went off target again, Sherry. <laughs> well, I guess um, I guess trying to just help people understand that if they were shielding their home, shielding themselves, shielding their vehicle, and the space they're working in, that, that could be pretty simple and done every day and solve a lot of issues. Yes, exactly. It's very simple to do. it's not that difficult. Mm -mm. It's a very simple process. It can sometimes take a little while depending on the number of layers. I think I've mentioned before my elder daughter would put over 2,000 layers around her from the time we left the house to the time she got to her high school. Um, and that would be worn away before she came home and she'd have to reapply the shielding again before she left the school. And there's over 2,000 students in that school not to mention all of the staff and teachers and everybody else. And she's extremely empathic. So for her, that self-care was extremely critical. But we encounter that still. If you're working in a huge corporation or a hospital environment that's really large, you're going to be encountering that kind of numbers of other individuals. So just shielding on a regular basis throughout the day, not just once when you get up, not just once when you go to bed, it's something that you're going to do periodically throughout the day. That's one of the reasons why one of the requirements for this class that I teach is that they have to be able to communicate with their guides in a validatable manner. Because once they leave, it's their responsibility to do it. And if you're at work and you're in the middle of a project or something, it could be hours before you are you know, aware that your shielding may have dropped. And we're going to do that in class. We're going to take your shields down. So you know what it feels like when your shields go down. And you're going to know that, oh my gosh, i got to put it up. 
but you're going to have a validation process in place before you leave on Sunday so that when you go home and something happens, whether you're at home or at work or in the car, you're going to get a validatable response from your guides. Whatever it takes for you to have the thought coalesce in your mind that, oh, my shields have gone down. Thanks. I need to put them back up. And that's something that you're going to do all day long. Touching base with your shielding, making sure that it's up. Ideally, everybody would like to have the ideal happy home life and the ideal happy work life. And everything would be happy and hunky-dory, but that's not our reality. I, I like to teach the premise if it's the airplane going down, you're putting your air mask on first before you ever help anybody else. So if you don't help yourself, nobody's going to help you. So that first step to helping yourself is putting the shielding up. And as you do it, it's just like anything else. It becomes a road. It becomes very quick. Instead of it taking two minutes to do, you find that it takes you a minute to do. And then maybe it drops down to 45 seconds to do. And then maybe it's just 30 seconds to do. Every person is going to develop their own speed when they're doing this. And it's going to be driven by their own life. You know, when you get out of the class, you're going to be able to teach your husband. You're going to be able to teach your children. You're going to be able to possibly teach your siblings or your parents or whoever it is that matters to you if they're like-minded and if they're not like-minded if they have no interest in doing this whatsoever then this is a great opportunity for you to say can I shield you for you would you give me permission to shield you so that you are protected throughout the day people are sensitive children are extremely sensitive and when you are not protected, when those that you love are not protected, you're easily influenced by detritists. That's whole reason for being, is to negatively influence you. There's a purpose behind that, I promise it. But they're not sitting there boohooing because you got into a fight with your next door neighbor or got into a fight with your boss or got into a fight with your mom. That doesn't mean that you need to be victimized, shall we say, by them because they're doing their job. If it's not in your highest and best good, why would you want it? Why would you want to experience anything that's not in your highest and best good? And protection is the number one easiest way to keep anything that's not in your highest and best good out of your energy, out of your life. One of the validators that we put into place is as a way for you to communicate with Michael and you're going to develop a better relationship with Michael when you get through with the class by the time you're done with it because you're going to be asking Michael, do I have enough shields put up? How many shields do I need to put up this morning? You're going to have an opportunity to touch base with Michael throughout your day and that's why you have this validatable way of talking to your guides. Whether you pull out the pendulum, whether you're doing muscle testing, whether you are clairaudient. I mean, you could go to the restroom anywhere and you can take 10 minutes, relax, check on your shielding, <clears throat> make sure everything's in place. Do a little quick mini cleanse if you have to. I mean, you don't have to take 10 minutes to do this work. It's easy and it can be very, very quick, but it can be detailed. If, if you know, we all have our lazy moments, but this is not something you should be lazy about. You don't want the people that you love to get something attached to them that they can't handle that is extremely detrimental to them. That could bounce back and forth between all of you, you know, creating these extremely ugly emotional situations or pain 
because sometimes they can create what feels like pain in the body, yet the doctor won't be able to find anything wrong with you. Why not? Well, because it's not physical. It's an energetic pain that's created by something that doesn't have your highest and best good in play. The average person can really, really get the shielding down pretty quickly. And that's part of the reason it's a two-day intensive class. We're not going to do you know, a three-hour lecture, 15 minutes of exercise, and then we trot you on your way after a, a slight meditation and you know some shared energy. There, the average student is going to come in. We're going to have some lecture. We're going to have a slight meditation. And then we're going to get down to work. And it's going to be one-on-one -on -one work. It's going to be two-on-one -on -one work. I have assistants who are going to be helping with this. So everybody's going to get a significant amount of one-on-one -on -one time, which is part of the reason the class size is so small. Because by the time the person leaves on Sunday, they're going to have an extreme comfort level that they can put shielding up, that they can feel the shielding when it goes down. They're going to have a really good idea of what a psychic attack can feel like, as well as detritus and detrimental coming in. Because I'm going to bring in some things and allow them to feel that energy, vibration. It's just done. You just do it, like riding a bike. You get on that bike, you start pedaling. How many times did you fall down when you were first learning how to ride that bike? When you want to do something, you are going to learn how to do it. That's another reason why this class has the, the high price tag that it does. It isn't that Michael's trying to keep people from attending this class when he sets the price. It's because right now, he is looking for specific individuals who are wanting to be serious about who they are, what they're doing, where their gifts are growing, and their spiritual connection. This class is going to help each of those areas. Not to mention the healing path. Everybody is going to have interesting experiences when they're in this classroom environment. And they're going to have a feeling of safety because they're not going to worry something bad is going to happen if they mess up during the class. I've had people who told me that they were afraid to do shielding after they left the class because they were afraid they were going to do it wrong and draw stuff to them. And I'm like, how in the world do you think that's going to happen? But then I'm like, well, if it's fear, fear is going to attract anything. We don't want anybody to be afraid when they leave this class. We want them to feel confident. We want them to know that when they surround themselves with Michael's energy, that they're creating a barrier of love. Detritus isn't going to come through that barrier of love. It's going to stay the hell away because it doesn't like the vibration of love. And if you're surrounding yourself with a vibration of love, what more could you want? Well, that's a good point right there. Um, some of the comments I've had before and the questions with some of the people that feel like if they just focus on love and light and... If I just, you know, if we could maintain a love vibration all the time, maybe it would be a little different. Well, yeah. But we can't. Definitely. I mean, if, if somebody was able to walk around and, um, you know, they were constantly channeling the highest love vibration possible, which means they'd have an extremely strong connection with spirit, which means that, you know, they're Buddha, they're, they're Yeshua, they're Jesus, they're Mary. I mean... I'm sorry, but there's very few people out there. I don't know of anybody who can actually sustain that high vibration outside of a meditative state for more than a few minutes at a time. 
Right. So we'll talk about that in class, about being shielded and how we protect ourselves with the shielding and camouflage and things like that. Yes. So we're not visible. There's definitely several ways on which to camouflage yourself so that you are hidden from that which doesn't have your highest and best good in mind. Well, I guess if people have questions and they're welcome to send them in to me or to Julia and we'll put them on the next recording for the class if there are enough questions there's no stupid question it's just like everything else this is a different i'm not even going to say modality because it's not a modality it is a way of life when you've learned how to shield it becomes your way of life you do it every day just like breathing um but there's always questions out there that we haven't touched on i think that shielding is just another huge level of awareness a lot of us could benefit from. For everything that I do that I teach, the cleansing work that I do, it's all to help yourself align with the light, to get as close to 100% of the light as possible on any given day. And some days you might be more in alignment with the light than other days, but that doesn't mean that you shouldn't try. Really, if people have questions as to whether they are a good candidate for the class, can they email you about that oh definitely definitely um michael this may seem silly michael sets my prices michael tells me what i'm going to teach a class michael sets the class size um and michael will also tell me if somebody is appropriate for taking the class or not taking the class where you are at energetically can change and he can see where you're going to be at with the time and date of the class and he'll tell me if it's appropriate for that person to take a class at that time or if they need to wait for another class or if it's not appropriate for them to take it. Um, I've turned down multiple potential students because Michael has told me that it's not appropriate for them to learn the work. A large number of people can do the work. It doesn't mean they're meant to do the work. Shielding is like Reiki. Everybody should learn how to do it. But because this course is also a foundation course for the protection, heat, cleansing, and healing class, he also looks at whether or not it's appropriate for that person to move forward with that series as well. We don't take anybody who's not supposed to attend the class. I don't need the money that badly to incur that kind of karma. <laughs> um, why don't, just, just for a quick thing, Julia, maybe you can just tell people kind of what you do. I'm Julian Ackerbacher. Um, I go by uh, the company I own. is called um, Spiritual Mentor. And I've been doing work with Michael since 2001. I received my Reiki Master status in 2001, and within two weeks, Michael popped in to start teaching me. Some of the services that I offer right now, in addition to the classes that I teach, are Akashic Record readings. So I do channeling. I channel, basically, I can talk to anyone. I can talk to the Ascended Masters. I can talk to the um, Angelics. I can talk to people's guides. I can talk to people's higher selves. And so, if you have a very specific question, I might suggest having like a 15-minute Akashic Record reading, and then the next time going ahead and having a channeling done. I teach crystal classes. I talk with crystals. Um, I enjoy working with crystals and with trees and with nature. I'm focused right now on the teaching aspect, the Akashic Record readings, and the channeling. 
and that's pretty much where my day is spent with my client work. The majority of my clients that I deal with have a high level of possession, but I work with people and help them get off medication and help them tune into what gifts it might be that are troubling them as well as helping to release the detritus and the demonics that are attached to them. It can be a long, slow process. So while we might do some acute care sessions, in general, when I work with somebody of that duration, you're looking at a long-term proposition of possibly a year or more in getting to a place of balance and of health because the sessions incorporate healing as well as cleansing because if you cleanse without healing you're not really cleansing you're just removing a spot that immediately gets spotted back up again you can always check out our website wordpress.thespiritualmentor.com and there's more detail there on the different types of sessions and classes that I hold throughout the year if you have more questions just email them to Julia or myself that's it for now Thanks, Sherry. Thanks, Julia.